Alright, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Well, today, a little controversial. I know people don't like to talk about religion and, you know, whatever, a little upsetting. But uh, we got an uh, email from Mike, and uh, we are just kind of looking into the debate. It seems that you know, there, there's Christians out there, and obviously a lot of Christians are preppers, but there's Christians out there who are like, well, why would I prepare? Because God will take care of everything, right? Isn't there some verse about, uh, you know, the birds, you know, they, they don't worry about it, and, you know, God right. provides, right? So mm-hmm. the, the birds of the air, and if God takes care of them, wouldn't he take care of you? Wouldn't he take care of you, Kevin? Yeah. I mean, maybe. Yeah, maybe I mean, not. I see uh, you're kind of funny. But, mm-hmm. Whatever. So, um, <clears throat> well, the whole like Mormon religion, they they they're required or supposed to be required to uh stock a year of food and supplies, right? Mm-hmm. So they they definitely have adopted that kind of prepper idea. Um a lot of the uh the wacko uh crazy people you seem to use religion to justify their like prepper commune compound and you know um mm-hmm. what do you think it what what comes to mind here yeah david koresh was all in but i wouldn't really take him as an, as a great example of um, christianity no? yeah i i hear okay. a lot of people i i do hear people say shit like that um you know really that that doesn't hold a whole lot of water uh, as far as uh, as far as m- my beliefs go, I feel like it's pretty obvious that you know the Bible does ask people to take care of themselves and prepare themselves and be prepared for emergencies and things like that. Uh, I also hear a lot of religious people say things like, um, you know, it's preppers' fault that there's there's uh, empty grocery stores and stuff like that because they're hoarding everything. Well, you know, is that that's a Christian uh, argument? They they use that. I, I've I, never well, heard that. Let me say that I, I've heard that in an argument from a Christian. Okay. About about that. So, I mean, the truth is, preppers aren't the ones hoarding it. We all bought all our supplies ahead of time. We're not even going to the grocery store, taking up any uh any stuff that another person could use. And in all honesty, look at what's going on around you. If you're not prepping now, you should be. You're, you're uh, probably not food prices are gonna right. Yeah, food prices are going up, fuel prices are going up, energy prices are going up. Uh and they're the US government is saying be prepared for food shortages. I don't know what that means. Uh if that just means I'm gonna have a hard time finding rice aroni at the grocery store and have to go with an off brand, or if that, that means San like Francisco there's gonna be treat. real yeah. it is it is. And I don't know if that's going to be a real situation where we actually can't get enough food for our families. Uh, but whatever it is, now is a great time to uh, stock up. It would have been a lot better if you had stocked up two years ago when the prices it, weren't so that high. That was the great but, time, right? Yeah. If you're not if you're not stocked up and if you're not prepping, you should start that immediately. Things aren't things aren't getting better. No. Let me just say that. All right. So, like, that's it. I mean, it it does seem that people, I don't know. I mean, it it just sounds foolish. Like, there's 
Remember, uh, you, you've heard of Dave Ramsey, the financial guy, right? Everybody seems yep. to to go to Dave Ramsey. Everyone knows him. And I got to say, for basic life principles and understanding about taking care of your business and, you know, he, he speaks with a lot of truth and a lot of good logic. And he's a pretty sharp mm-hmm. guy. He's pretty much a hero of the uh, the whole Christianity movement, as far as I've understood it. Um, and mm-hmm. all he talks about is preparing financially for things that might come in your later parts of life. Why would we prepare right. financially and then not prepare, you know, with the other stuff? Um, I I got to say, as things are going on in the world right now. You know, there's purchases I'm making where I kind of feel like, well, like buying, you know, lumber and doing some other stuff. And, you know, I assume some lumber prices may come back down, but uh, I know the project I was just working on, I was looking at like four by fours and the bigger wood, and that hasn't really gone up in price compared to like two by fours and like that. So knowing that odds are the way things are going, probably going to go up in price. I ended up buying a lot of the bigger wood and materials that were still at a reasonable price to prepare for my project. Cause I'm like, well, it's kind of now or never, you know, the value of property and everything is going up so much so quickly. How do you not prepare for that? And just by buying supplies earlier, I feel like you're getting ahead of the curve and kind of beating inflation, you know, materials are real. And that really comes down to food and, and store, you know, supplies like that. Food is a big thing. And every week you go to the grocery store, I feel like we're noticing a little jump in the price. It goes up like a tiny bit every week. You know, you're like, man, an extra fifteen twenty dollars $20, you know. Um, and it hurts, you know, that it hurts financially. So just, it just makes good sense to be prepared. I think that anybody who, you know, dismisses, you know, being a prepper as, as foolishness really needs to re- reevaluate their grasp on reality. It's like to even see what's going on in the world, you know, and, and our government is saying, you know, hey, you know, there's going to be wheat shortages from Russia and Ukraine and, you know, all this stuff. There's there's a lot of supplies that are not making it to market because of what's going on in the world. Um, and if you believe that our government, and I'm talking about our whole government, the, the Congress and, and the President and the Senate, if you believe they're going to make sound decisions in your best interest, I'm pretty sure you're not paying attention. Um, they seem to make decisions in their own interests, but it hasn't been a lot of decisions in the interest of the people. You know, that government for the people, by the people, maybe not so much anymore, you know? Um, so I, I did pull up some... Uh, little biblical stories, see if I could come up with some things that kind of back this up. I mean, I I looked like right in the beginning in Genesis, um, you know, God uh, said, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, uh, 
and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And I feel like if you have dominion over it, you're in control of it. And it basically the world isn't owning you, you're owning the world, right? I mean, that's kind of the idea. And you really, <clears throat> it's our job to kind of master what we have here. You know, there, there's a million stories about being good stewards. And, you know, the, the guy who, uh, when they gave him the coins and the, 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 it's a parable Jesus told, I can't, uh, it evades me at the moment, but they gave him all the coins and the one guy goes and buries them. And he, uh, he's like, yeah, I'm not going to lose any. Another guy goes out and he frivolously spends the coins and another guy goes and invests it and multiplies it and turns it into something great. And, when the master comes back and he's like, you know, what have you guys done? What have you you done to my, my holdings? You know, how have we improved? And the one guy who squandered it, obviously he was a fool and, and not a good steward of, of what, uh, what he'd been given the other guy who buried it. Yeah. He didn't lose any, but he didn't gain or do anything. Um, you know, yeah, you didn't destroy the planet, but you didn't make anything awesome with it either. You know, and then there's the guy who, you know, multiplied and, and turned it into something. That's what we should be doing as people is yeah. going in. Yeah, I think that's a that's a valid point. You know, I feel like the Bible is full of, of stories about people, um, you know, preparing for the future. Uh, you know, we talked about, I think you and I were talking earlier about Joseph. Um, so Joseph was sold off by his brothers into slavery and, uh, was, was sold to Egypt and, uh, he, uh, interpreted the Pharaoh's dreams. Now the Pharaoh was having, having strange dreams he didn't understand. And he interpreted the dreams as meaning that there'd be seven years of fruit, you know, of, of bounty and seven years of famine. And, uh, so because of that, the Pharaoh spent seven years storing up food for the famine. And when the famine came, you know, Egypt ended up becoming in control of massive amounts of, of wealth um, because people were selling themselves in slavery just so they could eat. Right. And, um, you know, a lot of that, a lot of that kind of comes back down to, um, you know, what are you doing during the good times? You know, what are you doing to get ready for the bad times? Because bad times are always coming. Uh, it's always in the future. I, I was listening to somebody the other day talking about how much he hated preppers. And uh, he hated them even more because uh, because they were right. You know, they're proving themselves right right now. You know, and that's, that's the fact, though. I mean, the truth right. is, it's a lot easier to take care of yourself when you have supplies ready than having to go out to the grocery store and, and fight people over the last bag of rice. Um, I think that, uh, I think that a lot of, a lot of people underestimate how successful they're going to be for the rest of their lives based on what they're, what's going on right now in their life. You know, people lose jobs, uh, storms hit, you know, yeah. emergencies happen, food shortages, you know, we saw at the beginning of the pandemic how many food shortages that you couldn't even get canned yeah. food or pasta or, 
or rice. You can even get that at the grocery store. We had meat um, shortages in the middle there. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of the processing got shut down where they weren't processing chicken. Um, they weren't processing pork. A lot of stuff like that, you know, just because they couldn't get the employees in or they, you know, one one processing facility would be taken out by COVID or whatever for, you know, 14 days or whatever. But that's a mm -hmm. big effect on what we're eating, you know. Right. Right. Yeah, I think that now, you know, I'm just saying, saying the same thing I already said, but I think now is really a great time if you're not prepped, if you're not fully set up, now is a great time to start doing it. Um, things aren't going to get better for, for the next foreseeable future. They're talking already talking about a recession starting now. And, you know, most recessions last, you know, four to five years in the United States. So, you know, now's a great time to do that. Um, you know, try and keep your job, try and keep doing what you're doing as best as you can and get things prepared for emergencies because the, you know, what do they say in Game of Thrones? Winter is coming. It's coming. It, things aren't going to get better soon. You know, that's no, not right around the corner. They're having a, everyone's having a hard time finding people that, you know, employees, employees are having a hard time finding a job that actually pays, you know, I, pays a decent wage. I am amazed with that. Yeah. There is no jobs out there to find, but everyone's like, yeah, I can't find any employees. And I'm like, yeah. No one wants to work. Kind of, yeah. Well, you're paying yeah. $9 an hour. No one wants to work for $9 an hour. That's what you should be saying. Yeah, that is exactly, exactly right. You know, um, mm -hmm. now, and I had to say, you know, people tend to preppers tend to go for that, like off grid away from the world. And, but there is something to be said from getting away from the chaos and the corruption and the, you know, moving to the country and whatever is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, you know, I recently, you guys know, I, I moved down south and it was kind of, I, I felt like the world was running away a little faster than I wanted it to from me um, with, with, you know, with New York politics and, and whatever. And I just wanted to kind of slow things down just a little bit to you know, a pace that was more, you know, amicable to my decisions and lifestyle. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that's what a lot of the preppers are, are trying to do, you know, and, and when they go off grid and when they do that kind of thing is, it's like, hey, I'm not sure I want to be a part of everything that's going on here. And I think people from the religious perspective, uh, there's benefit to that, to kind of protecting your family from, kind of all the craziness going on in the world. And I think, you know, in your heart that there's a lot of craziness going on in the world, you know? Yeah. I mean, yep. you, you gotta kind of, there's gotta be some kind of inner, you know, that still small voice they say, but just your, your conscience, your, you know, that the world's getting a little bit crazy. Um, and, and that doesn't mean that, you know, that you need to, to fall for all kinds of shenanigans and whatever, but it means that, you know, you got to take care of yours. You got to take care of your family. You have an obligation, you know, to uh, prepare for your family and take care of them. So mm -hmm. I just say be a good steward, you know, do what's right. And, and that's where, you know, these choices come from. 
Um, I mean, there was a bunch of biblical verses, but I don't even think that matters. I don't think it, I mean, it just should be obvious, you know? Um, I, I could throw some out at you here. There's a uh, Proverbs 6, 6 says, go to the ant, you sluggard, consider its ways and be wise. It has no commander, no overseer, no ruler, yet it stores its provisions in the summer and gathers its food for a harvest. It's just sound advice. Um, he who gathers crops in summer is a prudent son, but he who sleeps during the harvest is a disgraceful son. And that's, I mean, these are, it's just logic. It's not a matter of, you know, some great wisdom. Um, the wise store up choice food and olive oil, but fools gulp theirs down. Proverbs 21, 20. Um, the prudent see danger and take refuge, but the simple keep going and pay the penalty. Proverbs 22, 3. I mean, it's that kind of thing. It's over and over again in there to act like, oh, well, God will take care of it. I have no accountability to myself. I find it's, is it your faith is really just because you don't want to do the work? You don't want to give up your money and, you know, your savings into prepping. You just want mm -hmm. to kind of, you know, be gluttonous and indulge into stuff. Is that what motivates you to, you know, keep going? I mean, there's so many things throughout the Bible that over and over again show people who, you know, plan and prepare and make good choices. Now, again, when the unpredicted happens does God kind of come through in the, the clutch there and and help people out with things that they hadn't prepared for in the Bible? Yeah, they do, people with faith. But I believe those people have prepared themselves with uh, faith and, and good, uh, you know, things that were pleasing to God. They were living and moving in God's favor when he came through for them. So in mm -hmm. a way, they were preparing and doing things. Um, right. I mean, it's just, it's a perspective. I just thought, you know, we'd take a little bit and, and kind of dig into it. I know people, uh, you know, hear religion and Christianity and they, they run for the hills. And I understand that and I get it. And, you know, there's been a lot of judgment and stuff through the church for forever. And, you know, there is there is good and evil and there is, you know, things that, that I think people need to be accountable to. But I also think that religion tends to put a lot more on people and, and scare people away than actual, you know, um, actual teachings of God kind of thing. You know, it, it's kind of a man's interpretation, you know, just kind of like government, right? You know, man can find right. a way to mess up anything and it, judge everybody you know there's always that story of the uh crabs you put a bunch of crabs in a bucket and the crabs have the ability to climb out on their own but as soon as one tries to climb out of the bucket the rest of them grab them and pull them back down i feel like that's kind of the decisions that we make as a society we kind of just try and bring everybody else down you know i think there's some kind of twisted belief that people have that if if other people get ahead, that means we're further behind or vice versa. Right. If I push other people down, then that'll help me get ahead. 
And that's not really how mm-hmm. the world works. You know, the race is you. Mm-hmm. You got to, you know, you're accountable to your timeline. And, you know, right. either you get ahead or you, you know, fall behind. It's kind of irrelevant what other people are doing when it comes to reality. Um, you know, yeah. I know in these petty games that we set up, it's a little different than that. But yeah, everybody always talks about wanting their piece of the pie. But the whole world is a bakery, you know, just make your fu- own fucking pie. You know, somebody else being rich doesn't mean that they've got all the money so you can't have any. That's not how it works. Uh, I hear a lot of people talk about that shit, you know, socialist, socialist assholes on the Internet, you know, talking about how uh, Elon Musk has has billions of dollars. And and that's not fair because I can't pay my bills. Well, right. go to get to fucking work, dude. You know, yeah, but he I'm should, not share, say he that. should have to share a little, though. Right, Kevin? Like a little bit. <laughs> well, listen, I, I am going to say that if I got to pay taxes, everybody should have to fucking pay taxes. But uh, aside of that, it's not like that motherfucker's robbing and he's got all the money in his bank account. And so you can't right. get any because he's got it. Nah, you know what I mean? All you ridiculous. have to do is is fucking dig your heels in and get to work. You know, whether whether you've got a job or you're working around the fucking house, you know, get to work, do something. You know, I, I, we I know a lot of people that enjoy watching TV and that doesn't do a whole lot of good for anybody, you know, be yeah, entertained. And that's good on with the Kardashians or something or. Yeah, I know. No. I know that. Uh, uh, don't even get me started because I get so angry when I talk about the Kardashians. Uh, I don't even pay attention to them and it still leaks in my consciousness. I don't want to know anything about them, but whatever, you know, and I'm not bashing on people that watch TV. Well, I am bashing on people that watch yeah, TV, yeah. Yeah, but right, it's, come on. you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of great ways uh, to waste your time, you know, yes. spend, spend three hours a day playing on your phone. You know, there you go. Mm-hmm. That's three hours you could have, could have put into something, you know, more profitable and more uh, beneficial to you. There's a go lot of people that spend a lot of throw down some lead. There you go. There you go. There's a lot of stuff that people do. I feel like that, that wastes a lot of time and resources for no discernible benefit. And if you're crying about, you know, crying about anything, you got to get to work on it. You're responsible for you. Nobody else is responsible for taking care of you. And if you don't prepare for the future, if you don't prepare even for next month when the power goes out for three days, then you know you're, it's your fault. It's your fault that your kid's freezing and all the food in your refrigerator is rotten because you weren't getting things prepared. You be the change you want to see in the world. Is that what you're telling me? There you go. That's a, that's right. a, a polite way of saying that. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Um, you guys uh, maybe want some prepping badass gear, some you know cool T-shirts, prepping badass logo on there. You maybe want uh, the don't give them an inch shirt. You want something awesome? You mm-hmm. might want to go to preppingbadass.com. Um, yeah, wanted to show topics. Oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I wanted to talk real quick about uh, about some reviews. I'd like to get some more uh, reviews if you guys could find it in your heart. Uh, some of the places that we're, we're, uh, our shows on, they don't even have the option for reviews. 
which is uh, weird to me. But uh, even if you can just give us a five-star rating or, you know, if you hate us, give us a one-star rating. I don't give a shit what you do. But, uh, you know, go in there and check it out and, and leave some feedback. Uh, it always it promotes the, the podcast. The more feedback we get, uh, the better off we will be and the more uh, we can spread our reach out a little bit more and, and help more people out if we can. Um, another thing uh, is if you guys have show topics and ideas, send us an email. We do respond to emails Every email, slowly, actually, even yeah. even from crazy. I feel like people. we might have dropped the ball every now and again, but we we do our mm-hmm. best. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know we do get emails from crazy people accusing us of crazy shit, and I don't mind arguing with somebody through email, so that's fine. Do go ahead and do that, but it's uh, preppingbadass at gmail so you can email us, talk to Chuck, talk to Kevin, and we'll get this figured out and. Uh, We'll see if we can help you out or give you some ideas if, if uh, you've got questions. And if you have ideas for show topics, we'd love to hear about them. Uh, this is actually a, a topic from a, from an email we got. So, um, you know, it's fairly likely you might hear your idea on the, on the show. And with that, stay safe and we'll talk to you guys next week. The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Mm-hmm.